for agility's sake. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Kyle Spitzley. With me today, back again, is Llewellyn Falco. How are you, Llewellyn? Doing good. Good to be back in this very cold, wintry Michigan. Yeah, it's even cold in this room. I feel like this this room is always cold, but we are uh, actually having a pretty mild winter, so that's good news. Yes, Uh it is. So, Llewellyn, you are back again on your second visit to Amway to help some of the development teams improve their technical craft. Yeah. Tell us some of the stories and what you're experiencing with the teams. Well, so we had an interesting experience that's been going on sort of over the last two weeks uh, with one of our teams I want to talk about. Before we get into that, I just want to talk about like the general concept of anti-fragile. Have, have you talked about that no, before? No, I don't know anything yeah. about anti-fragile. So I, mean, I think the old adage, like lemons to lemonade, is, is an example of that. But I feel like lemons to lemonade is usually a... Um, it's 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 like a supposed to inspire you to like use like effort and discipline and take your bad situation and turn it around. Yeah, make it better. Yeah, and and that's definitely like the idea of anti fragile. But with anti fragile, it's less of a. Um, th- there's a saying that I love, which is like, if your system relies on br- discipline, it's broken. Okay. Right. So like anti fragile is more of a systemic way of implementing things so that just overall when they get hurt they make you stronger right so rather than like lots of little things chipping away at you fatiguing you like wearing you down you want everything that doesn't kill you to make you stronger and and when i started life i guess um there's this idea that like the bosses the managers like those are the people who got to tell everyone what to do yeah when i met woody zool who's a the guy who sort of invented my programming, but also like just a, a good friend. Um, one of the things he said right away was, you know, the the bad managers, they look at them and they go, I got these five employees and I got these five jobs and who am I assigning to which job? Like, the good managers, are like I got these five employees and here's what each of them likes to do. And here's how I'm getting that work to them so that they're doing what they want to do. And that, and that was really eye-opening to me like it was a very different way of looking at management Mm -hmm. right and it was it was very useful and still very useful but even more than that now i see managers as the people who and just leaders in general is like the people who get to craft the system yeah right and then and like everyone else is playing out in that system and if you craft the system right then it's going to end up doing things that you you don't expect but that you want Mm. right and Unintended positive consequence. Exactly. That is what we're looking for. Um, and and if you do it with that in mind, you rather than getting upset that like the system isn't giving you what you want, like change the system. Like pay attention to the to the results. Rather than so often, I think we pay attention to the the way we wish the world was. Like I wish the world was fair. So like, let's tell people to be fair. But like. And then, like, people aren't fair. You're like, yeah. I don't understand what's going on. But, like, no, like, that's not that's not just not the way the world works. And you need to, like, pay attention to the results rather than the way you wish the results worked. Hmm. And so anti-fragile is, is this concept of saying let's craft our systems. We, we know things are going to go wrong. Let's make it so when they go wrong we become stronger. And, like, just an, an easy example would be your immune system. Hmm. I have been working... Uh, downstairs with the global builder team and the very 
you know, so true to my MO, the very first day we do lean coffee, just lets me get some situational awareness, what's been going on since I've been gone, because that's the most important yep. thing. And we wanted to take a look at some of the bugs there, but they weren't quite ready to tackle a bug. So we we're like, okay, well, let's look at this test, because there's always good, good stuff to learn in the test. And so we come in on Tuesday, and we pull open the test, and we write very little lines, right? Like one of the ideas of test-driven development is write a little bit of code, get some feedback. Okay. And so we wrote, you know, we, we wrote our story on the board. So we had, we had an idea, like, here's what we want to do. And we're looking at the sort of like translations. We're like, okay, now take that, what we wrote on the whiteboard, and let's put it into the code as English. And so we wrote the English. That's just comments. That's not, that's not even code, really, right? Just, just transforming things to English. So you're ex- explaining the logic exactly. in, a, in a human language. Yeah. And we, we translate the first line, which, which is, is, is like, <laughs> it's like code equals 370, right? Like there's like var code equals 370. There's like no even logic going on okay. at this point, okay. <laughs> right? I'm like, well, let's run the test anyway. So just see the test, like, do nothing. <laughs> and uh, it failed at that point, uh, which is like very discouraging. Yeah. Um, and then we were trying to figure out, like, why is this failing? Who... Who broke it? Uh, and we spent the entire two hours not getting anywhere, like just mm. banging our heads against the computer, trying to figure out why that failed. Yeah, why? Why is it not even working at this point? Yeah. Um. And and it was it was a miserable. It was a, it was a miserable two hours. Like yeah. it was miserable for everybody sitting with me. It was miserable for me. Yeah, like, it sounds frustrating. Yeah. It was like, you, you, you want stuff to work and it's just not working and then nobody really knows why. And yeah. So, you know, I go and work with my other teams cause I only work with each team for two hours. And, and fortunately like while I was gone, they figured it out. Right. Oh, and it, it was a, it was a kind of stupid thing. It was, uh, there's these dependencies that we use, some of them of which we create. And they had just gotten out of sync. And and so you just had to move on to the latest thing. And probably what happened, and you know, this is speculation, but probably the developer moved it on to the latest thing on his machine, but then didn't check in the latest things to our repo. Hmm. And, and so the next day when I came in, it's like that that was super painful. Like we all... It was just yesterday, right? Like, so we're all fresh in the pain. We're all fresh in the, the misery. Yeah. And I said, okay, now let's, let's use that as fuel, right? So there's this wonderful process from Arlo Belshi called safeguarding. And we decided to do that. Now, the first one takes a bit longer because the first time you do anything, it takes a bit longer. Yeah. But after you've, you've done this once or twice, this process takes about 25 minutes, right? And it's fairly okay. time box, so it's... It's actually pretty rigorous to that time. All right. And, and basically, like, we open up a Google Doc, and we give everybody access. So we're all typing in the same document at the same time. And basically, the entire thing works that way. So very little vocal communication, which is particularly good for this team because they have a lot of remote people, right? And it's actually yeah. – it makes the whole thing easier. And, and we put sort of a, a tree, like a list, and the bullet points are, you know, what, what – allowed us to create this situation what made it hard for us to figure out what the situation was and then what made it hard to fix mm-hmm. and so so just everybody we like we, we set a timer for 10 minutes and everyone starts typing and they're like 
that we didn't have enough knowledge. But then, like, someone would type, like, what knowledge were we missing? And yeah. and then they would, like, add. And we just we just brainstorm a whole bunch of what is the, the root cause of what's going on. And we ended up with, with quite a few things, which is, of course, like, it's just too many stuff. So we did a dot vote. Now, normally we do a dot vote. You get, like, four votes, right? And you have to figure out where, which are the four most important items for you. We don't do it that way in this exercise. We, we just let it, you can vote on anything, as many as you want. You just can't double vote, right? Like, so you can't put two votes on one thing. So, so I could essentially vote on everything. You could vote. If you, if you thought everything was important, you could put your initials next to everything. Okay. Absolutely. All right. right? Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen that happen, yeah. but, but like, it is, it is completely legit. I think most people see the error in that before they do it, right? Like, that's, <laughs> that's Everything's the most important. Yeah. Yeah. But figure out, like, what's important to you? And so everyone puts their initials next to the thing, and then we just take the top three things, like what got the the most important things for the most people. And you guys were doing that voting in the document? In the document, yeah. Google Drive doc. So at the end of each bullet point, we just put uh, little square brackets, and in between, people would put their initials. Yeah, okay. And and so then we had, like, our top three things, so we copied and pasted those down. We're like, okay, here are the three reasons that, that we have these problems. And, you know, a lot of it for us was knowledge, right? So people were like, we, we don't understand how the yarn file really works. And we don't understand how the Jenkins file really works. Uh, and we don't have good documentation. Those, those ended up being like our three. Okay. Um, so then we, we're, we're, now that we know what the problem is, like we have this, how are we going to fix this? Hmm. But before we do that, we step back. And we budget because, you know, sometimes once you fall in love with something like the last thing you want to do is like, like go and and like if if you're trying to buy a car or something, be like, oh, I love this car. Like no matter what, I'm buying this car. How much is it? Like like that is a bad way to buy a car. A much better way is to be like, this is how much I have to spend on a car. Which car can I love inside of that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So. So we were like, but okay. that's not the American way. It, yeah, but we're, <laughs> we're changing the, <laughs> we're changing the way. Um, so like, <laughs> yes. Um, so we, we decided that you know this caused us as a group two hours of pain, pretty yeah. bad pain. Uh, it was worth spending four hours, not to prevent it from ever happening again. That's like too strong. Of yeah. it, but to to reduce. To maybe drastically reduce the chances of it happening again, mm-hmm. for those reasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for those reasons. Right. And you know, maybe we were right, maybe we were wrong, yeah. but these are this is what we could see from from that pain. And so we we decided four hours, and then I, we have another rule, which is because again we're doing new things, and whenever you do new things, you just have to accept that you're gonna you're gonna do them wrong. Yep. <laughs> so we then said, okay, we're going to pick three things, but none of them can be more than a quarter of our budget. So we, we got four hours, brainstorm things that are less than like an hour or less mm. that we can do. So you're, you're kind of holding on reserve that last hour for the yeah. failure and the learning. Well, we're both holding that last hour for the fact that like our estimates are going to be, yeah, you know, it's horrible. an estimate. Yeah. Uh, and then we're also holding in reserve we were doing three things so that like, Hey, maybe one of those things, maybe even two of those things that we decide are not really the right thing. Mm. Right. But that's okay because we're still going to like, we're going to do enough that we like smooth over this road. And this whole idea, right. Is that like, 
the way I think of this is like biking down a road. That like if you if you have an accident on a road, it's not like oh I I tried to get this accident. Like you avoided a million different things <laughs> until you got to the place where you wiped out. Yeah. And, and very often that has more to do with the road than you. Uh, yeah. So how, maybe we can go back and look at where we, we tripped and say, like, maybe there's rocks on the road or maybe there's debris or maybe we need to, like, fill in a pothole. Yeah. Um, but let's make that piece of the road smoother. Let's make it easier, make it less likely we're going to trip in the future. Yeah, so that, I really like that analogy because I, I picture it like a road trip. If I'm yeah. going 100 miles, yeah. there's a really small distance of space where I'm going to have an accident. Yeah. In comparison to that 100 miles. Huge amount of distance so we've where been, you're not having accidents. Yeah, we've been doing a great great job yeah. driving. Things but all we smooth. think about is the accident. <laughs> and then that one moment is you, you're, you're thinking about the failure and you're thinking about that accident. Yeah, so we're trying to smooth that piece over, make it easier to go over. And so, so we, we decided and we brainstormed three things. Um, well, we brainstormed actually quite a lot of things yeah. that were there. But again, we did the dot voting, and we ended up with those three things. So the next day, we spent an hour, and we did a learning session on Yarn, which is sort of like their building tool, right? Okay. And there was one person on the team who really understood Yarn. And by the end of that hour, there was a reasonable amount of knowledge here. And it was Jared is the, is the guy who knew it. And in fact... I think in the beginning, Jared felt like, man, you're like, you're attacking my baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like this is stuff that he's worked really hard on yep. that he, he had, like, like I said, like thousands of miles of the road is good. Right. Yep. It's just this one area that hits a bump. But, but he's like, no, like, look at all this good stuff I've done. Like, um, but like, as we went through this hour and like, he was really sort of showing us stuff and we were asking him, we, were, we did a lot of diagramming. Right. So. For, for the yarn, we opened up a mind map, and we just started placing things on the mind map and trying to, like, put, like, let's get some sort of structure so we can organize. And we're reorganizing. That's the nice thing about digital mind maps. Is yeah, you can move stuff move around. Move stuff yeah. around, yeah, and be like, oh, these four things actually go together and put it, like, yeah. And so at the end of that, like, people were like, this is actually really cool. Like, like I now actually understand. And, and when we did retro actually things that popped up a lot were like thanks jared right like Uh. an actual appreciation for for all the things he had done and now an understanding because i think until you really understand what someone is doing you don't appreciate it as much like if you've never cooked a meal like you might be like oh this is good food but you're not going to appreciate it the same way as someone who's like tried to make that meal and be like how how are you doing this this is amazing like every time i try to make brussels sprouts they suck that's me with everything i'm not a very good cook so i always appreciate a good meal yeah yeah but you have to like you have to try it like if you don't try it then there's just less appreciation Mm -hmm. same thing i was describing this to someone yesterday my experience traveling on airplanes before i had children was if i heard a crying baby my thought was guys shut your baby what's wrong with you you, make your baby quiet but now when i hear a baby crying on the airplane i want to go to that person and say don't worry. I don't judge you. I feel for you. Like I, I feel bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm oozing empathy for that person because you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, but you don't know until you've tried it and you've gone exactly. through the experience. Until then you think it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so we did that with the yarn. We then did some documentation, which again has this, I mean, one of the amazing things about writing documentation is it is a powerful force to harness ego. Right. And so, now that we understood yarn, 
we spent the next hour writing some documentation. And as soon as we started writing the documentation, we were like, this documentation stuff. Like, it was like, you have to do this, and you have to do this, and you have to do this, and you have to do this. And we're like, can't can't we just make a yarn command that does all that? Uh-huh. <laughs> and because now we know that we can. Like, yeah, no. So we made, now our documentation says run yarn start, <laughs> right? Like, like wow. all the things we didn't want to write, we didn't. So like we so changed by the, the act of having to write it down, it pulls you into play. you to think like, wait a minute. Why do, why do we have to write Let's that down? Let's make it do that. Yeah. Mm. And then the next day uh, we took a look at their build system, which again, like, just something that most of the people on the team had never done. And, and they, were, they were actually like git commit hooks that sort of like the idea of the git commit hook was let's do CI on your machine before it even gets here so that we know going in that it works. And that, that works to like a large extent. And it's definitely a nicer thing. Like it's nicer to know immediately something didn't work rather than like commit it, go home, and five minutes later be like, oh, it's broke. Yeah. You know, like you want to know right there. But, um, the problem is there's this phenomenon of like works on my machine. Yep. Where like it can actually work on your machine, but not work on a fresh machine. Mm. <laughs> right? Not working on other people's machines. And so so the Jenkins was super super helpful there. And this one we actually um we use something called GraphViz, which is uh it's an old technology. It's it's just sort of a um it's like a simple language. Uh, like markup language where you can sort of make things relate to each other and it's really good for writing like flow charts and stuff like that and we actually ended up like instead of doing it in a mind map because this this particular one it's easier in the in the graph is we made a whole like visualization of exactly how their their ci works and where our insertion points were and we got into docker which a lot of people on the team had like obviously heard of but never actually used never made a docker image um and and all of this like like it was it was good like it felt good to be like we had just got punched in the face yeah. right and now it's like now we're learning how to like defend ourselves mm. right and and like that feels really good after you've been punched in the face yeah right like it's super empowering so like it, it's just such a nice feeling and then you know so so we spent our our four hours right which is I do two hours a day so. We're now getting it like to Friday, and Friday now we're going back into the test. And like I said, like we'd fixed things, but they had broken again in between. <laughs> but this time, like when we sat down, we did a, a yarn start, and we're like, "Wait a second, they're broken." And so we went to Jenkins immediately, and we're checking, and we're like, "Oh!" And then now we know where to look, right? And we still need Jared, right? Because you know, like there's been a lot of knowledge transfer, but it's not. It's not yeah. complete. He's got by that any vertical meaning. depth that yeah. not the whole team. The whole team we, doesn't. We have, have. We have like shallow depth now. Yeah. We have enough depth to like know where to look. Mm-hmm. We know what to ask, right? And, and now like there's there isn't this animosity between us and Jerry. There's this like, oh, hey, we could make it better by doing this, mm-hmm. right? Like, and we're now feeling much more like we're on the same team. And and again, like improved the Jenkins yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, improved our yarn. And in fact, we realized that. The Jenkins, because we now knew how, like, what commands it was calling, right? And we knew it was calling the yarn build prod, and we knew how to look up what that meant in yarn. So we, like, opened the, uh, the properties uh, JSON file, and we, like, look at it, and or packages JSON. And uh, we look at it, and we're like, wait a second. It's, it's not running the test on Jenkins. 
And so we went to run the test and then it turned out the Docker image didn't have Chromium, but now we know how to do Docker files. So we went and we modified the Docker image and like the system is now improving, yeah. right? Like, it, like everything that's wrong is making us better, making us stronger. And not because of the efforts of one person being able to do that, but through exactly team, because the team, team growth team is now stronger. The system is now stronger. Yeah. And, and then like, it turns out, like it sounds weird. Like they are rich in resources of pain, and this team. Right? <laughs> um, so, so we we found even. Like, I don't envy that. Well, you know, no, that's not something to envy. Um, but like we ran into another problem uh, just yesterday. More pain. Yep. More pain. Uh, this time from uh, multi-threading in the tests. Right. So multi-threading. <laughs> there's this wonderful grid that Kevin Henney makes where it's like you can either have shared state or or isolated state and you can either have mutable state or non-mutable state and and basically all of these are good like if you're isolated and it's shared it's good if it's isolated and it's mutable it, it's good it, or sorry if it's isolated and it's non-mutable it's good if it's isolated and it's mutable it's good if it's shared and it's non-mutable it's good but if it's shared and it's mutable that's the one place it's bad okay so it's like you you, you got to 75% chance of being in the good place. And everybody plays in the bad place. Everyone <laughs> like, wants to do shared immutable. Everybody wants to do shared immutable. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, in, in threading, this is a really notoriously tricky problem. And we ran into this problem where, again, because now we have, like, Jenkins, we have things. Um, it worked, like, a good 80% of the time. 80% of the time, these tests were passing. Okay. Uh, which means, like, we're, like, we were just getting these really weird things happening when we're writing the test where it's like, it's working, it's working. Oh, wait, wait, that line just made it break? Like, comment it out. No, oh, it's working again. Oh, it must be that line. No, wait a second. It just passed. We, we, like, what's going on? Like, it took us a long time to figure out that, like, this is just a inconsistent test. And depending on how the processor happens to move the threads at a given time, it, it will probably pass, but it will also likely not pass 20% fail 20% fail and and so again another two hours of just really being confused and frustrated and, and painful and fortunately like we have this system so today we're going to sit down and we're going to do another safeguarding awesome. and you know every single time this team feels that pain they are going to get stronger mm -hmm. and you just add time and pain to that. And you're going to end up with a team that like is super strong. Yeah. Yeah. As well as the system. Yeah. I mean the technology, technology system and the system of the organization. Exactly. I, th I think the, what I like about this is that it's a practice that you can apply in so many different areas where so many. if your reaction to the pain is yeah. how do I get a little more resilient yeah. Instead of throwing your hands up and being like, oh, it's broken because of, well, of so Jenkins. That's or, an interesting thing. Like, It's really important for safeguarding to actually work that you wait until after you fix the crisis. Right? You can't do safeguarding while in the middle of in it? the middle of it. That yeah. is a disaster. Yeah. Right. First, fix it. Yeah. And then immediately after that or as soon as possible after that, then harness it. Okay. So really quickly, go back to shared and mutable. Yeah. And People want to play in that space. space. <laughs> Why is it that we go to the space where we know, or at least you're, you, you know, you're yeah. saying that that's, that's not a pl good place? Well, so there's a couple of things. The first is it's easier to play in it. Okay. Right. So, so I don't understand so, any of those yeah. four things you called out. Isolated, so, shared, 
mutable, non mutable. Let's say that um, you and I have a bank account and we're, we're shared a bank account, right? Like, there's a good chance that one of us is going to get upset over how the other person used the money. <laughs> yes. Like, 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 there's a much better yeah. chance that we're going to bounce a check. Sounds like marriage. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but, like, if you have your own bank account, then it's much more likely that you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. You're not going to get surprised. Yeah. Yep. So that's shared state. So um, shared meaning we're sharing the bank account. Meaning we're sharing the bank okay. account. Mutable meaning it can change. So a bank account by nature is mutable, right? Um, Has debits and credits goes up and debit down. Debits and credits goes up and down, right? Whereas, like, let's say that you just had uh, a whole bunch of, like, Pop-Tarts, right? Like, you open the package, you eat it. You're never adding Pop-Tarts back into the, like, it's, the package there's wrapper. one thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so... We live in a world of shared mutable state, right? And I, I think that's one of the reasons we model it in our programming so much, mm. right? The moment that we get away from that, and, and like, so we'll see this um, where like every transaction stays forever, right? So rather than like keeping like your current balance, you keep all your interactions and you just calculate the total balance at yeah. any given time. Modeling the world that way tends to be much nicer. But it takes a lot more discipline. It, it, it takes a more mathematical way of thinking, and it takes practice and training. Which again, we don't make much space for that inside of inside of work. And so, learning to program in a much more functional manner is going to help us a lot, uh, or or making it so you just aren't shared is going to. But almost always, we want to be shared because, like in a company, we need a budget that goes to the whole team, right? Like so, yep. you're going to have and and very often so we we want both of these two things usually the answer is is to be in non-mutable um shared shared unmutable that that is usually the the correct place to be uh but you can do the other ones like there are there are lots of times where you don't need to thread things and in fact there are lots of places that are not threaded and those work just fine just shared state mute it okay um especially in little blocks like a function so how does that how does that work in the in the in terms of development? So in terms of development, what's shared in terms of development? Yeah. So like if you have a variable that you add to or subtract, it's mutable. Okay. If you have more than one thread running at the same time, and, and in programming, uh, right, we do this often, especially at the UI level, because if you if you only have one thread, then you're always waiting. Right, and you don't want to wait. Like yeah. so, you know that thing where it's like you see the little clock and it's spinning. Yeah, that that's usually running in a separate thread than the thing that's actually doing the process. Huh. Right, because otherwise it could it would be update the up. clock <laughs> until you you finish the process. And so there's a whole bunch of stuff UI wise or for responsiveness. We want multiple threads, um, which is fine. Like that's actually good, right? And, yeah. our, and now the way that processors are made. There's much more processors on chips, so th multi-threading is definitely the way to go. Uh, it's just it requires a more logical and disciplined way of thinking, which we haven't yet learned to do. Okay. So in my analogy of the the bank account, or your analogy there, I'm thinking about multi-threaded and a, or a shared and mutable thing would be that there's $10 left in the bank account, and you want to get dinner, Yep. and I want to get a coffee, yeah. We can't do both. Well, but we're what maybe what's worse is like there's ten dollars left in the bank account, right? But we know that we're getting like twenty dollars as a gift, 
right? Yeah. So you need to you need to buy coffee and it's six bucks, and I I need to buy like soda and it's seven bucks. But we know the twenty bucks is coming in. Yeah. But unfortunately, I take out the six and you take out the seven before the twenty gets deposited. Right. right. And even though it seems like it should all work out, there's this period in between where it doesn't work out, and that's where you get. And oh, they need twenty four hour grace. Yeah. That's what they need. That's what they need. <laughs> Okay, that helps. Thank you for explaining yeah. it. But also, you you know, you mentioned it's like a marriage. Like that's a good thing. Like we want to have good relationships. Yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah. want to be single for the rest of your life. But so this is a place where you want to get where you have shared state. It's just to do it, you need to use more discipline. There's more discipline required to have a good marriage, right? If you don't, you end up in trouble. Yeah, and I think part of that shared means shared understanding yeah. as well, so that you both know how this works. That's really important. All right. So you've been, what have you been with the team for a week and a half now, right? Um, you've worked with the builders team. Mm-hmm. Who else are you working with? Working right with Amway ID again. Okay. Or sorry, I said Amway ID. Amway API, the Magic API team. Uh, and we just started a, a new team on the Magic floor because what we want, there's so many good things that were happening in the Magic code base, which, which again is an older code base, needs a lot of love. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot of teams working on that. We want to start to spread that around. And just one person doing something or one team, one entity doing something, it's not enough. Yeah. So we got two teams now that are, are building that. Um, I think we really are going to need to get to three or four before we see that snowball to the whole floor. Mm. Okay. Good. Yeah. So if, if, you are, if you're listening and you're working for a Magic team and you're like, oh, I think we might be a good candidate for three or four, hit me up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the... Over, over that last week and a half, including the last time that you were here with the teams, how would you summarize kind of what the group is learning at a 30,000-foot know, level? So in this case, safeguarding was yeah. obviously a really good learning resilience. For, for here, we're, we're learning this time. Well, the first time, we were just learning just more how to work as a team with this group. And now we're working on how, how do we transform our pain into, into strength. Okay. Uh, and the teams upstairs on the uh, on the Magico base, we've been learning how do we clean up our technical debt. So first we learned how to do that in the monolith. This time we've been taking uh, two very similar but different services and combining them into a root. So we've reduced something like 6,000 lines of code that just was, was duplicate and, and making it so even more than that, the differences are obvious. What's going on here that's different than there? And we've discovered bugs. We've discovered things, something called Shalloway's Law, where it's like if you need to do something in four places, you'll probably only do it in three. Uh, we found a lot of the instances of this stuff where it's like uh, we fixed it in one place, but we didn't fix it in the other service. Yeah, and it's, so, it's hard to keep track of where it is, where it lives. E- even just knowing that there's another place right. you need to do it. Yeah. yeah. So the, um, I think I'm a big believer that we need to make time for learning. We need to make time for that kind of, I failed, I need to learn, I need to improve, spend yeah. time to do that, you know, cause analysis like you guys did in your safeguarding. Um, and budgeting that time, I think it's important. But I also know that there's kind of a, um, there's a, a limit to how fast we can improve. And it, so the question and that you, And even worse than that, like if, even if you're within that limit of how fast you can improve, if you go too, too far, the improvements won't stick. Yeah. Right. So it's like, like, oh, no, I'm getting this. I'm getting this. But you're not getting it in a sustainable way. And so you're not going to keep doing it, in which case it doesn't matter. Mm. Right. So it's like even even if you can 
can diet this fast or you can exercise this fast. If you're not doing it in a sustainable way, in six months you won't be doing it, yeah. and it doesn't matter. It'll be a fad. Exactly, and yeah. we don't want we don't want a fad. Yeah. So I'm thinking about the the magic team and the rest of the floor, you know, for just IT in general. The speed at which we're improving right now. Um, how do you accelerate that? How do you speed it up? Knowing that there's a limit, but how do, how do we go faster? Knowing so, that t- it takes time to learn, takes time to improve. Yeah. I don't think the answer is how do we go faster. Most of the time, the places I, I see, the problem isn't that they're going too slowly. Okay. And the problem is that they're not going. Hmm. Right? Um, it just... I saw this Reddit ask me anything uh from terry cruz and you know the, like the really pumped guy and they were like what what's your what's your s- suggestion for getting jacked at the gym and he's like you need to treat it like a spa like you need to treat it as a place where you're just you're in you enjoy going every day you want to hang right? out there yeah you just want to hang out there he's like just get used to hanging out there and once you get used to hanging out there then like because the problem most people's problems is that they don't go every day yeah um, it's not what they're doing once they go. Like, that's that's an advanced problem. It's the routine of just getting there. Yeah. And so, you know, like, every day I'm doing learning hour here, but still, like, the most, like, the biggest win I could get here is if that room had uh, problems with seating, where just every day people are like, there is not enough space. Like, you need to get there earlier. You won't be able to, to get a seat, right? You won't, there's not enough space in the room. Because we have more more employees here than we have space to sit in the room, yeah. And yet, we do not have a seating problem yet. And so, the biggest problem isn't what they're learning in there. The biggest mm. problem is just so many people feel like you go to learning hour if you've got all your stuff in, to, together, so you have space. Like, and and that is just not a good way to learn. It's not a good way to go to the gym. Like, if you go to the gym. You know, at the end of the day, if you have extra time, that's when you go to the gym. You don't go to the gym. Yeah. It needs to be something you do as part of how you work. That's why I like the safeguarding. We want it as part of how they work. If it, if they only do it when they have extra time, you just you never have extra time. And so the issue isn't how do you get faster. It's just how do you how do you grow, period. It's yeah. absolutely like even if you look at like just simple things like a retirement fund. The issue isn't usually how much are you putting in or how do you get the best growth. It's just putting something in at all. Yeah. Like over the problem and is over just and over people again. are not putting stuff in every month. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then you then you end up in trouble. So yeah. the the vast majority of the thing is not how do you go faster, how do you it's just how do you go at all. How do you start? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's true for almost every habit, every good habit that people desire and want. It's you need the, the habit. that routine. Yeah. Build the habit. All right. Well, it's been really great talking to you, Llewellyn. It's been great to be here. Thanks for coming back. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with others. To learn more about Amway's Agile journey, follow the hashtag AmwayAgile on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you're an employee, do that and search Amway Agile forward slash in your browser.